0: Take Command Podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson. All right, what about this defense? They have been playing so much better. uh, and you know, I'm I'm anticipating Benjamin St. Juice getting the start over William Jackson. Uh Jackson D M P actually no, sorry. He was full in the estimated uh walk through on Monday, knocked down the limited with the back injury, plus Ron has said this has nothing to do with his back, that he's he's just been demoted. So we now have, you know, that kind of new structure defensively, but I'd also imagine uh run structures are gonna be way more important this week. The Bears, uh the Bears offense is oh, buddy. It's uh, it's not good.
1: Yeah, it's not great. I think they are a run first team, and I said this in an article I'm writing for uh, Commanders.com. Is they are a run first team out of necessity, as opposed to Tennessee, who does it out of choice. Right? They have to be a run first team, and you know they do a good job running the football. They have two backs, uh, David Montgomery and uh, Herbert Khalil, who are good physical. Very dexterous runners and are fun to watch. Their O-line is kind of a bunch of no-name dudes, but they're playing well together. I think the, a huge loss for them is the loss of Cody Whitehair. He was their left guard, and he was really, really elevating that group and so he got hurt against new york and then obviously in the game against minnesota they're running their rushing total drop through the floor if you take away fields is run, running or rushes excuse me and i think he's a big part of that because he was getting he was just he was maybe the best guard that we've watched this season and keep in mind we've watched games with nick martin and things like that so um his loss is going to be huge and i think it's affecting how they run the football because they are you can tell they're very well coached at running the football. Their angles are good. They're use a fullback quite a bit, which again, it's it's an important variable because Jamin historically has struggled when there's a fullback in the game, fit and runs because you can add gaps plus or minus very quickly. So uh, something to consider. I don't think it's the most important thing, but, um, but I do think that they're, they're, they're good in that way. You know, they're physical, they understand angles, they understand double teams Uh, and pass protection. They're not great. And I think a huge part of that is that Justin Fields is just not playing good football, like to put it as succinctly as possible. Like he gets back to the top of his drop and it's a two man concept and he is staring at something, but he's just holding the ball back there, looking off into the distance and you know in some ways i'm I, I look back to the 2021 draft and i'm like man thank god they didn't trade up for this guy like that's how poorly he's been doing. Wow. You so know?
0: like a lot of people in Chicago are like, I don't know, are these coaches good scheme? Are they helping Justin Fields? You're watching it going like it's all there. It's
1: Justin's there. So, yeah, yeah. Fields gotta make the throws. He's got to throw the dang ball. Like it's you <laughs> know they they you know like there was one there was one play I forget who they were playing. Was it Minnesota? I've watched a lot of football. Minnesota uh, Minnesota maybe. is
0: their most recent game.
1: Yeah maybe Minnesota they're running like a pylon so like a deep corner like to the the coaching point is run to the front pylon of the end zone so a very high angle coming out and then another corner underneath and there is so much grass so much space and ike he's obviously open even before he makes his cut and he's holding the ball and he ends up taking a sack on the play and so i there's some statistic he has been sacked and he's been sacked or scrambled more times than he has completions for the team Right. Yeah, which I is think that not, was
0: true going in. I don't know if it's still true it coming yes. out of the game against Minnesota because he actually like completed some balls like uh, 20 in the last one. Or yeah. yeah, but I, that was true going into the game against Minnesota. He did go 15 of 21 uh, for 208, which is his season high. Uh, yeah. Also had a touchdown, no picks against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, and so I think, and even when you watch those those plays, for example, in that game. It's it's there's a little it's labored for him. You can tell he's having a hard time seeing it. And Minnesota was up twenty-one to three at some point in that game, and they kind of slowly crawled back. I think they took their their foot off the gas a little bit too early, but. So to me, the the most important variable outside of stopping the run is just keeping him in the pocket, like because he wants to run around and he makes like some Russell Wilson esque kind of off schedule type throws where he's running and he's scrambling around. Their defense is all confused. He finds a guy who's wide open. That was that's what happened in Minnesota. Finds um, Pettis who's wide open on the far far right. He runs to the left uh, fields and then there's a guy by himself on the right and he throws the ball there and he runs for a touchdown. Like that's not offensive philosophy that's just him running around making a play so i think when i look at what our defense needs to do it's like keep him in the pocket force him to beat you from the pocket because he just doesn't seem to have that like just for an example like they one of their staple things they do on third down is run draws and you don't run draws as often as that if you have a lot of confidence in your quarterback right? And that could be a quarterback draw, that could be a running back draw, whatever it is. They just are not a very confident group when it comes to his skill set, and you can tell. So if you can stop the run, keep him in the pocket. I think this is a very, very winnable game for this team. And, you know, they do have some skill guys who are talented, like Mooney has made some excellent plays on deep passes on play action stuff. He's got great ball skills at the top of the route. Uh, but again, it just Fields has been somewhat inconsistent about getting the balls to those guys and making plays. So
0: yeah. So it's just such a interesting thing. I mean, you were part of a Chicago Bears offense once upon a time. Yeah. I, it is like it's almost comical um, how bad they've been offensively for literally their entire history. Like right. even when they won Super Bowls, it's not like they were prolific offensively. Are they, like the '85 Bears, like yeah, it's that was the best defense ever, you know. Like Walter Payton obviously was phenomenal, which helped things a lot. But they've just never had a great. Like they're a hundred-year-old franchise who's never had a great quarterback. Maybe Sid Luckman back in the '40s or whatever it was, <laughs> right? But like they just they've never had a modern fantastic a-level quarterback and it's bizarro world why they've never ever gotten even lucky to figure that out but it seems to just be the way that franchise has has had their uh had their luck over the years as far as fields goes you know I think that is the kind of thing that like his running ability scares you a little bit but I do feel good about the discipline and the the I mean, just the level that this defense has played the last couple of weeks. Um, what do you do in terms of trying to pressure him? Like, do you, I guess there's kind of two schools of thought, right? Like you, he doesn't see the field well anyway. He is mobile. He's going to run around. Do you trust your athletes and guys like Holcomb and Davis to heat him up a little bit, try to make him, force him into mistakes, try to get some turnovers. You know, they tend to come in bunches. You haven't. You know, we haven't had uh, any turnover creation in, in with this Washington defense since the week one interception. Do you try to heat him up, or do you just say like we're going to sit back in coverage and and make him throw and beat us, and we're going to be really disciplined with our rush and try to collapse the pocket and not give him anywhere to run? Like which which of those two? Obviously, you probably do some of both. Like which which do you major in uh, tomorrow night?
1: Well, I think just because he's having such a hard time seeing the field, seemingly, is I, I might even just let Jamin just spy him. Because I think uh, in terms of athletes that match up well with him, I think Jamin does, and I just think back to what he did against Jalen in terms of being able to run him down on some of that zone read uh, stuff, some of the bootleg stuff, like where he wants to become a runner. And I think he's that's a good matchup for this team, in my opinion. And because of the, the route concepts, because of, again, Fields' inability to kind of, um, you know, put the ball where it needs to be. I think you feel pretty solid from a coverage standpoint, even if you have to dedicate someone to being a full-time spy, which is something you don't see a ton of in the NFL because it does limit you from a coverage standpoint. But I think this week you might feel comfortable doing that. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things about their offensive line I mentioned is they're good in the run game, but they're not great pass protectors. And I said that a little bit of that's on fields, but I do think you'll be able to generate a rush with your front four. It's just about can the front four be disciplined enough to kind of with their rush lanes keep him in the pockets he doesn't at least to my eye for, the, for for sure the first four games is not trying it almost feels like he's not trying to throw the football it's like he's trying to run you know and yeah. he does like if if the shot's there he's going to take it but it's like it, it just so you can it's just almost like
0: him. they tell him, like, hey, take the big one or just run it.
1: Right. That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, 100 percent. That's exactly what it feels like. And so to me, I'm like, if you can just kind of keep him in there, don't let him run. Let him kind of work through that process. I think you're going to be OK. And it's just about like, you know, obviously, he's a good athlete. He ran a four four, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's going to be tough to get that done, but I think you, you definitely have the personnel. You definitely have the people on the roster to get that done. And especially with the with the way the, um, defensive front's been stopping the run the past couple of weeks. I I think you're going to be in a really good spot, um, in terms of putting this offense, the Chicago Bears offense in a bad position to be making plays. If there's anything that
0: scares you about this offense, and I realize uh, based off the last ten minutes or so or whatever this has been of conversation, uh, there's not there's not a ton because uh, right. they're they're not playing well. But if you if you try to put like bears colored glasses, whatever sure. color that is, on and be like, all right, this is what they're trying to do, and I I'm like, if we're doing the the Chicago version of the podcast, and it's like, here's where I'm attacking Washington's defense sure. based off what we have. Like, what's the thing that scares you? Where if all of a sudden they start doing this thing, you're like, oh boy.
1: Well, it's two things. One is, that, like I said, I think they're very good at running the football. They're very disciplined. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the the absence of that guard I was mentioning, Cody White, Cody Whitehair, is a big deal for them. But if they can get a guy, a body in there that does a good job, they've got a big physical group up front. And they do kind of get some momentum when it comes to running the football. And they do have some kind of novel run schemes. So I do think that that's something, if that were to go, both those backs are very good. They're very physical runners. They're hard to tackle. That's a little bit scary. And the other thing that's scary, quite frankly, is Justin Fields because he does do stuff that is outside the structure of normal, like offensive play and it stresses the defense, right? You kind of, there's this unwritten rule like the play should last about 3.5 seconds and he is constantly pushing it past that point. So he's going to stretch your coverage. He's going to stretch your scramble rules. Like, he had an excellent scramble against uh, Minnesota, like to end the game basically, where he breaks out to the Offensive left, and then kind of dice like very Michael Vick esque, you know, in terms of splitting guys and breaking angles and ran for I think it was a forty yard touchdown. So that's the type of stuff that he does bring. He, the 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 floor at the moment is very low for him, like because he's kind of screwing stuff up and not making throws. But the ceiling, he has these kind of crazy splash plays, and that the reason they're in the game against Minnesota is he scrambles for forty yards for a touchdown and he hits um, Pettis. For like a 60-yard gain on something on a broken coverage where he's running to the left and um and and he just gets lost in coverage Pettis. So that that's the type of stuff that scares you because this this defense, for example, has been very, very susceptible to big right. plays. And he seems to be able to, despite struggling to run like a normal offense and execute down to down, like you're gonna have a lot of third downs from them, they're gonna punt a lot. But he does seem to like against the Giants, for example. They're running a play pass, and he launches—I think—a ball that is probably sixty-five yards in the air to Mooney. You know, he's got—he's got some yeah, big play he's stuff got to incredible him. Incredible
0: physical tools,
1: right? And so that's the thing about this offense. Like, if, if you can, the—the the running game, the running game is good. It's, it's a solid running game. They've got good players there. Obviously, they're banged up. But him outside of structure is the thing that I find terrifying. Because what if he does that three times in the game? It's twenty-one. 21 to 17, like last week, you know, because this, our offense, the, the commander's offense isn't exactly lighting people on fire.
0: Right. At least right now. See what they can do on Thursday.